Welcome to Courageous Leadership with Virginia Prodan, training you to lead with courage. Hello, everyone. We are so happy to have you here. We have a really, really special young man here, a courageous leader, a special guest, Michael McAfee. I uh, met Michael a long time ago, maybe two years ago or shorter than that, when I spoke at Hobby Lobby in Oklahoma City. And I got in love with the entire family, the Green family, the, the McAfee family, everyone. Michael is the president and the co-founder of Inspire, and he's going to tell us more about Inspire. He is also a worship pastor at the Council Road Baptist Church in Oklahoma City and an ethics and public policy PhD student at the South, Southern Theological Seminary. Michael, I am so honored that you took the time to, to be here and to share your values and how you as a courageous leader lead in so many areas. And with that, I will give you the floor. Please introduce yourself. Oh, well, it is an absolute honor, Virginia, to, to get to be on this podcast. Um, I've been inspired by your story for quite some time and not just your, your story, but um, you're such a a, a courageous leader. Now you're a vocal um, Christian that is is helping to point people um, in the way of following Christ. So thank you. It's an honor to be on. So yeah, I I co-founded and lead a nonprofit called Inspire. Um, Inspire simply exists because um, I, I'm really passionate about. There's a disconnect between um, millennials, which is my generation, and Gen Z. And having a misunderstanding of what the Bible actually is about, um, and so a lot of young people are biblically skeptical or even biblically hostile, thinking the Bible is the problem in today's society. And so, Inspire creates these resources and these experiences to take millennials and Gen Z on to help them uh, kind of reorient them to the book that uh, to the Word of God and show them that it's not just a rule book that they're supposed to follow; that there are rules in there, but it's ultimately a story about uh, fixing the broken world and the brokenness in us, uh, which is our sin that we need to repent of. And that only comes through the broken body of, of Jesus. And so that's that's our ministry, inspire.org, as, as you can learn more. But we're uh, passionate about seeing millennials and Gen Z, next generation leaders, uh, come to faith and grow in their faith. During that time, when did you start this uh, organization? <laughs> At the absolute worst time. So I mentioned the, the kind of foundation of it is uh, experiences. And so primarily that looks like Washington, D.C. at Museum of the Bible, uh, taking groups there on a discipleship, worldview, apologetics, adventure. And we launched in February of 2020. Not the most ideal time wow. to launch a ministry, trying to get people to get on a plane and fly to Washington and uh, go on trips. So anyway, but the uh, we, we've by God's grace, we've made it through this season and we're beginning to see people book trips and see the uh, the yeah interest pick back up. So I think a lot of people are ready to get out and do something. And in my opinion, 
outside of Israel, the best place you can go to learn the Bible is uh, by going to Washington, D.C. at Museum of the Bible. And then we take you out into D.C. to see all the monuments and stuff and show you how the Bibles had the amazing impact on our nation. You know, it's so interesting. I never heard this. I might quote you on this, but it's so true. There is never, never in the entire world a place where you can visit, understand the Bible. You can go to Israel, but the next closer to Israel is the Museum of the Bible. I mean, you can, and you offer at the Museum of the Bible everything for every age, for every culture, for absolutely everything. It's so well done and absolutely. And uh, I, I really enjoy it. And uh, I'm coming back uh, in September for the okay. Women's Conference. Yes, I'm, I'm really happy for that. Michael, tell us as, as a leader, as a person who has the fire in you, it's obvious that you have the fire and the love for young generation. What do you think is the hardest obstacles for these millennials in, in whatever they do and whatever they believe? Yeah, I, I think that there are, it's a great question, Virginia. I think there's there's obstacles that have to do specifically with the faith, and then there's obstacles that are kind of generational issues. So when I say generational issues, what I mean is um, millennials uh, and Gen Z kind of, um, so think people in their teens, 20s, 30s, are much more likely to take their peers' word on something than they are as fact, as truth, than they are to take... Um, uh, something that is uh, written in revealed truth, like the Bible or from an authority figure. You know, we, we want to crowdsource Yelp before we want to actually look up and see who has a, a Michelin award for their, their restaurant. And so, um, so with that, it's like, there's a, a distrust or a, um, like there's, there's something that's working against the church in itself in that we kind of reject institutional, um, authority across the board. And the church just happens to be one of those. Or we, we reject the idea of there being um, uh, fixed truth, that truth is relative. You know, it's living my truth, living my best life. And so, um, so with that, those are, those are cultural issues for the next generation that Christians need to be aware of and just like evaluating their own experience and what others have said. Um, what we try and do at Inspire in part is to leverage that against them. And so, um, we, uh, we kind of try and say, okay, if you only believe things because of the experiences you have, let us take you on an experience. Let us take you on a trip to Museum of the Bible and in Washington, DC. And, and, and we'll show you for yourself. Like you can see these artifacts face to face. You can ask questions that you have about whether or not the Bible has been good for our nation. And we can take you to these, I mean, you go to just about every single monument and museum in Washington and there is scripture posted on it. And it's not even always, it's not even always recognized because it's not directly referenced, but it is just such a part of our common vernacular. And so what we want to say is as a, as a millennial, I, one of the things we hate most is being uh, kind of broad brush painted, labeled before you even get a chance to know us. And I want to say, isn't that exactly what you're doing to the word of God? 
Isn't that what you're doing to the Bible? You're judging it before you've actually read it for yourself. And so uh, hopefully from the experiences that we're taking them on and the resources, it kind of begins to open their eyes to the fact that the, the Bible is not what they think it is, that it's something more than that. Well, I believe you're right on this. Um, but tell me, don't you think that those millennials will listen better to their peers because their peers offers solutions that are not requiring taking a position? It's it's uh, the truth requires you to take a position. Mm-hmm. Uh, they uh, desire to go from one point to another, to change everything, whatever they think, gives them the opportunity to not to take responsibility, just to respond, oh, that's what I believe today. I don't know what I'm going to believe tomorrow. But if you are, are confronted with the truth, then you have to take a position. You have to say yes or no. Yeah. Do you think I'm right? Yeah, I, I, I think that um, that's exactly right. We we like to think that um, with that idea of relative truth, that sort of what's good for you is good for you, but what's good, you know, I'm glad Christianity works for you, but, you know, I, 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 I'm not a part of organized religion. You know, I'm, I'm a spiritual, not religious type of person. And um, that can also uh, not only sort of outside of the church uh, contribute to confusion, but actually inside the church as well. It's easy to sort of, uh, even unknowingly, people that would say they hold the Bible in high esteem to sort of uh, come to the scriptures with preconceived notions about who God is and have sort of a a nice, neat little box that he fits within. Um, And the Bible is constantly just kind of shattering our paradigms of of God. And and, and ever, as you go deeper into scripture, your mind should be ever expanding to the, the bigness, the greatness, the glory of who God is and what he has done for us in, in Christ. And so, so I, I definitely think that that's a, um, a challenge for every generation, but the, the way that that works out practically in, in the millennial generation and the Gen Z generation is, uh, is with with what you're talking about with this this idea of relative truth and and not wanting to to have someone dogmatically say this is truth and you either believe it or you don't you know there's a real place called heaven there's a real place called hell and the way that someone gets there is nothing to do with themselves no one deserves heaven the only person that did died took hell upon himself so to speak so that we could be brought into a relationship with god through jesus christ and so as you as i talk with um peers about that i find that they're often more receptive ironically to someone like me who is their age that has had similar life experiences than they are often to uh highly respected pastoral figures it's it's why my wife and i wrote the book, not what you think. It was all about just saying, if we can contribute a, a millennial voice into this conversation and say some of the things that our, our heroes are saying that we're listening to, and someone would listen to a um, one of their peers, then let's let's help them get back into the Word of God. You are so right about this because your life and your your wife's life, Lauren, and the leadership that you offer, the fact that you represent an open Bible to others, that your life is a reflection of Christ, it helps them to understand 
that it's not about being religious or religious. It's about having a relationship with a real God. And by that, I believe, Michael, that you give them an opportunity to open their minds and heart to, like you said, to a God that they put in a box that is not real God. It's God is the God who loves them no matter what they said about him. And that's what I believe that in our in our country we need. And I, this is why I'm so grateful that you came here, because I hope that young people listening to you will um, understand and will agree with the fact that we are not following rules. Yes, the Bible has rules for our protection, but we are following Christ who died for us, and we love them. We don't want to impose on them, you know, to accept Christ or not, but we want them to live a courageous life, a life that will allow them to flourish into what God created them to be. That's exactly right. And, and, you know, I, one of the things I try and lead with in conversations with um, next generation uh, leaders is a lot of them, it comes down to a, a really difficult experience they've had with someone that claimed to be a Christian, maybe even a pastor or something. And, and so they've been burnt by the church. And so I, you, you have to, in those situations, especially if, you know, there's some legitimate hurt that you're dealing with, um, recognize and say, I am so sorry. And that was wrong. And, 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 and that should not have happened. And I, I find myself at times being slow because I don't want to, it seems wrong to sort of blame the, the church or blame leaders in the church and things like that. And certainly we want to be careful and slow and thoughtful, but like that we need to be quick to call sin, sin, even when it's within the church and not feel like we have to sort of cover up what's happened, but be really honest and say, yeah, this is, this is not right. This is not what the Bible calls us to. It, it, they, this person broke those rules you're talking about that are meant for our protection. And I am so sorry. And please don't walk away from Jesus because someone that says they follow Jesus uh, didn't follow what he said. That is so true because we go to church because we are sinners. We try our best, not in our power, but in Christ's power. And he never fails us, but we do. And we go to church. And when we invite them to church, we invite them into kind of hospitals of wounded people like us and in need of a savior. That's nothing more than that. But I want uh, people that will listen and will uh, will see the this video to know how to get in contact with you. How you you are talking about that the the inspired offer them opportunities not only to learn but also to travel to Museum of the Bible to DC. And I would love for them to have this opportunity to contact you and and to be part of your ministry. So would you tell us? How how they can uh, contact you? Yeah, I'd, I'd love to. So the, the easiest place is to go to the website. It's really simple, inspire.org. Um, if you go there, uh, and the, the people I'm sure that are listening to this podcast, uh, by the very nature of the title and the subjects, are leaders. Um, we have most of our trips are kind of oriented to 
saying, hey, you have people in your life. Maybe it's a small group. Maybe you teach a class. Uh, maybe you're a, a pastor or lead an organization and you want to bring a group of people. Uh, we want to help take the logistics off your plate and kind of be a, a guide for you throughout D.C. and especially at Museum of the Bible. Um, there is so much to see and do there that you really, uh, if you're only going to make a trip, unless you live there, if you only get to kind of make a trip uh, once, you really want someone with you, walking you through and showing you uh, all the things that are, are meaningful and helping to make sense of them, make make light of how it helps our faith. And so uh, inspired.org is the easiest place to do that. Or you can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, just inspire org org underscore and um and 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 that gives you a little a glimpse a taste of some of our trips and content and uh and everything like that and we'd love to love to help anyone we can that's going to dc to have a great experience especially at the museum of the bible thank you so very much michael we just Touch a little bit of what you are doing. We're going to invite you next time. And until next time, I just want to thank you so much for your time today. Thanks for having me. Virginia Prodan, her coaching program, buy her book, Saving My Assassin, or invite Virginia to speak at your events, visit virginiaprodanbooks.com.